helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to The Retirement Solution with John Hicks. I'm not sure how much you were keeping up with all of the games going on in China. I watched a bunch of it. Surprisingly, and I say I watched it. I wasn't sitting down, but it was on in the background. I pretty much mm-hmm. had it on in the background the entire time it ran, which I enjoyed. I really have gotten into all of the different skiing and and snowboarding all the tricks that they're doing because yeah. what it's become versus what it was when you know I was a kid growing up in the 80s watching it versus now it's yeah. amazing what some of these people are doing well I mean I, two or three weeks ago when we still had ice out here you know I was out there on my uh, on the cover of my pool doing curling um, I thought that, that why not I mean I know that those guys and there was one guy you, you probably know what I'm talking about he was the USA and the USA curling guy he's got a burly mustache and this long hair uh-huh. he looks like he just came out of the back of a biker bar in Michigan and he's like I'm gonna go out back and curl some boys bring me a six pack and I'm gonna make make my way to the Olympic team this year but just to think that that guy is a U.S. Olympian, I don't know if he medaled. I didn't pay attention to that. But I was just thinking that, that being the uh, the poster child for the Winter Olympics for the USA says a lot about us. There is a I sport think. for everybody, John. Yes, there there is, certainly is. There is something for everyone. All right, well, let's talk about the medals then because oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize this until I read this article that we're getting ready to talk about. There are actually bonus checks given to the athletes when they win different medals. Heck yeah. So a gold medal in the United States earns the athlete about $37,000. All right. Silver medalists get about $22,000. Bronze medalists, $15,000. All right. But wait, there's more. Okay, okay. They don't have to pay taxes on any of that money. Ooh. Hold on. There's some weird caveat about that, isn't it? No. They you don't, sure? Unless they, they unless they make more than a million dollars a year. Ah, okay. Now, okay, so okay. Sean White's over here going, you can keep your metal money. I have yeah. my snowboarding business. I'm Absolutely. worth a gojillion amount of dollars. Fine. Absolutely. But for the average athlete, most of these people are making regular people salaries. They have regular well, yeah. jobs, regular people families. Oh, a lot of, of course. Celebrity athletes. You know, I, I remember thinking it was. I think it was a couple of years ago. You know, if you look at like Home Depot and Lowe's and FedEx and UPS, mm-hmm. those guys they employed a ton That's right. of Olympic athletes That's right. because it could be like flexible work schedules yeah. where they could kind of work things out and they understood. Okay, these folks are going to be training during these three months, so we'll load them up with work in these That's other right. seasons or these other times because it'll be good for them and it'll work out. And so I, I just remember thinking, man. What does one of these Olympic athletes make? And uh, and I think it was FedEx that said, you know, we pay our Olympians really well. They get about fifty grand a year. And it was like, man, That's so it. they are busting their hump yep. every day, no matter how many hours a week. Yep. And they basically only have fifty thousand bucks to support them. Yep, guys, that is love. That is passion That's for it. a sport. That's it. That's it. Especially curling. Now, I don't know curling. <laughs> on the other hand. I would, I would, I would try. Maybe if they had darts, uh, if they had Olympic darts, that is what I would. That would, would be aim your sport. For. Yeah, I think that Olympic they might. Darts. Like I said, there's a sport for everyone. But I think there's a bunch of drunk Irish guys out there that could beat me with no question, blindfolded, throwing backwards. That is about that. That is Sunny Jim. What you think about that? There? Ooh, no gold medal for you. <laughs> I, I like them lucky charms. What a dart medalist gets in bonus? Probably nothing. They're like, we'll pay your bar tab. Like that's all that's, you're getting. That would barely pay for it. the bar tab. You barely pay for the bar tab. You don't deserve the bonus check. <laughs> but this idea of getting, you know, in some cases, a thirty-seven thousand dollar check that you weren't anticipating. Yeah. 
it plays into the advice and insight you're able to offer folks in your office thinking about somebody who perhaps gets a sizable bonus check from their job or maybe comes into some unexpected inheritance that they didn't know they were going to get. How should somebody treat coming into some unexpected wealth? Yeah, so it's interesting. There's a whole bunch of different philosophies on this. One of the ones that I've read uh, over the past years and I've told people about is essentially the 50-30-20 rule. And, and this happens, you know, with a lot of things, whether you get, you know, I know that a lot of UPS people in management, they get the MIP, which I think is the management incentive, you know, uh, plan or something okay. like that. And they get those annually, you know, if they're in management at UPS. And a lot of us, we get bonuses, you know, from time to time, yeah. 15, 20 grand. So the, the one thing that I read, and I thought it was a great idea idea is called the 50 30 20 plan okay. where whenever that bonus is let's just say it's 10,000 bucks mm-hmm. 50% of that you save period so 50% of that t- so you're putting $5,000 away right out of the gate okay. no matter what okay. so then we get the 30 20 30 is the percentage of the amount so $3,000 in this example you pay down debt if you have any debt. Okay. And then 20% is what you just blow. You just have fun. You want to get a you know new hot water heater because that's fun. I don't know why I just <laughs> thought, hey, have some fun. Get yourself a hot water heater. <laughs> Maybe a hot tub. <laughs> uh, there you go. Hot tub. Hot tub. There you go. <laughs> but basically the idea is it doesn't hurt anything if you're okay. saving 50% of that money to completely blow that 20%. And, you know, and I've seen this. I've seen this done uh, a lot of, like, uh, sports professionals. Mm-hmm. You know, if they end up getting a big signing bonus, they mm-hmm. will subscribe to a lot of this. Because a lot of these athletes, you know, Sean White, man, the kid's going to retire 35 years old. Yep. Now, he's got his own, you know, line of snowboards, and he, is, he makes millions and millions of dollars a year but basically 35 years old he's not going to be doing this sport you know much longer at all not outside of the olympics uh, even right so when you look at that to think that if someone got a signing bonus like one of these basketball players at uofl or uk they get a million bucks if they saved half a million dollars of that that's a good starting point. And then they get 30% to pay off debt. And then they get 20% they can blow. So it's really hard to go buy one of those new uh, Mercedes Maybachs for $900,000 or whatever these young basketball yeah. guys are paying uh-huh. if you're only going to spend 20% of that bonus. But how wise would that be? How wise would that be? I think if anyone should have taken heed to this, it would have been Anton Walker. Of course, the UK basketball player who made like $80 million in his playing career and basically is bankrupt for the most part. It's, I mean, it happens. You see it happen to a lot of professional athletes. Sure. So the idea is, is what anything, you know, if it's kind of a a gift horse or if it's kind of a bonus, a true bonus, uh, you really want to pay attention to, you know, how you're, how you're allocating those dollars because it makes a big difference in the long run. I think it makes a big difference for a lot of people. As you were saying, it's how you allocate it that can show how long that difference can run for any one of us. And having a little sure. bit of a plan, taking a little bit of responsibility can make it much more worth your while. I was just thinking, you know, we're, we're talking about bonuses or, you know, winnings or stuff like that, yeah. you know, for that 50, 30, 20 rule. But realistically, a lot of folks and, and a lot of us, all of us out here are really going to have the opportunity potentially to have an inheritance. And I think an inheritance is another really good example of something that, frankly, it could last a lifetime if you plan for it correctly. Right. And I actually had a client that came in a few months ago, and, and we were talking about it. They had actually gotten a sizable inheritance from an aunt 
that she did not even know that she was in the will. And we're talking a sizable inheritance, really? you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And the estate had already settled the tax bill. So my client was wow. going to get this basically $400,000. The taxes had already been paid. And she was just like, John, this is amazing. This yeah. is going to change a lot of things for me. And in her mind, I could already see her eyes. She was already thinking, man, I'm going to put this new kitchen in and I'm going to upgrade my Toyota Camry to the new one because I like the side spoiler on it. And da 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 She'd already done that in her mind. And I just asked her, I was like, hey, what do you think, since you didn't expect to have this, what do you think is the best use for these dollars? Is it something that you want to spend or is it something that you want to make this? Maybe you can retire two or three or five years earlier. Mm-hmm. What do you think? And then all of a sudden, a different light bulb clicked on, a different light switch clicked on for her. And she said, oh, my gosh, you're saying that I could potentially retire three or four or five years earlier than we thought. Well, absolutely. And so we talked about the 50, 30, 20 rule where 50% of it, you'd completely save 30% would pay off some debt. 20% of it though, she could absolutely have all the fun she wanted. And if you think about that, guys, if you think about that to spend almost $75,000 for fun, she realized, man, that still covers that kitchen remodel. And her car was paid off with that second piece of the puzzle. So it gave her a lot of freedom. And the majority of the money, the majority of the money was saved for her retirement. And so in doing so, by being shrewd and smart about how she did her planning, we are, at least right now, expecting that she can retire about four years earlier with a new kitchen, paid off car, and she's got a couple vacation funds already established. How cool is that? That's the gift that keeps giving clothes. Are you around? Have questions for John? Drop us an email at retirementsolutionradio.com. Jay Hagen Capital Inc. is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Integrity Financial Planning Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. Jay Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through John Hicks, NPN number 229473.